today, for he is worthy. He is worthy today. Hallelujah. He is sure enough worthy. I'm coming up here like I'm packing to do something great, but I can't do nothing great without my great Savior. I got two Bibles. You can be seated. You can be seated. I got two Bibles. I got some oil, but most of all, I got Jesus. Can we get all the graduates to stand just one more time? Can we get all the graduates to stand just one more time? Even if your name wasn't called, stand in Jesus' name. All of the gra- Now, I've seen a whole lot more people come up here accepting awards, and I only see a few standing. Can we get everybody to stand who graduated, who moved to the next grade? Church, can we give it up for Jesus? for what these young people is doing? Can we give it up for Jesus, for what these young people are doing? And, and just one more, one more special thing. Uh, if all the gentlemen, all of the young men, all of the young boys who graduated, Can we give a hearty, hearty praise the Lord for them? See, the the enemy had already counted them out. The world and everything else said that they wouldn't make it, said that they wouldn't be anything. But they stand to testify today what the Lord is doing in their lives. Amen. Amen. You know, um, I'm going to take my time today. But uh, I'm really not going to be long. Um, I went away this past week and uh, went to Florida. And the moment I got there, we usually go shopping at the grocery store and fill our refrigerator because we don't have all that money like most of you have. And we filled our refrigerator so we could uh, do our own cooking and save some money while we was on vacation. So we go to Walmart, and I meet this gentleman that said, hey, I've been waiting on you. I knew you was coming. And I tried to avoid him, and it was almost like I knew that the Lord wanted me to talk to this man also. But I I kept trying to avoid him, and Tony ended up going in the eyebrow spot, and uh, I came over, and he said, you know, I usually leave here at 6 o'clock, but um, I've been waiting on you. And this has been riding in my spirit 
all week, all week long. This is what I got. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. If you don't get nothing else today, realize that Jesus is Lord. So I really started meditating on that like all week long. Looking at the message that God has given me for today. And I started thinking about, I wasn't going to say this because it's kind of borderline, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm going to be obedient. Um, I started thinking about the organization ACT and all the great things that they are doing. Really moving mountains through God. But it's, but it's, but it's one thing that kind of don't settle too well with me. And that is that in that great organization, I respect everything that anyone wants to believe. I respect their beliefs and whatever they want to believe. But we have to really be careful in things that does great things when they won't, don't want you to talk about Jesus. And I say that, ACT is doing some great things. But one thing that really didn't settle really well with me is they want us to just pray to God to respect all of the other beliefs. I respect that. But in the same token, I recognize Jesus is the way back to the Father. So in all of that saying, I realize that Jesus is Lord in my life. Is Jesus Lord in your life? Oh, I, I don't hear you. Is Jesus Lord in your life? Is Jesus the way back to the Father in your life? Be careful of the things that's just doing great things. We have to keep pressing to Jesus. Can you shout out with me, Jesus is Lord. This group here, Jesus is Lord. 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 Let's say it all together. Jesus is Lord. Yes, he is. Jesus is Lord. Father, I come right now as humbly as I know how. Father, realizing that I'm nothing without you. Father, take these broken words. Use them, Lord God, in whatever way you see fit. That your word wouldn't return void. Allow somebody to hear this and come run asking, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to have eternal life? In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
The scripture for today, you can stand, is Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. And I'll be reading from the NIV. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everyone have it? Amen. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, and this is Jesus speaking, and puts them into practice, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on a rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. With a great crash. You may be seated. I'd like to speak to you for a little while from the topic a firm foundation. A firm foundation. So this parable that Jesus speaks is about two builders. One built his house on a rock, and the other built his house on the sand. Remember when Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? You remember that? He asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And some said, John the Baptist. Some said, Jeremiah. And he said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter spoke up. And he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to Peter, Peter, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Jesus is Lord, y'all, but my Father, which is in heaven. But it was through Jesus. What? Or who are you building on? That's a question. What or who are you building on? The first thing we must do when building a firm foundation is we must realize who Jesus really is. We must realize that. We must realize is that Jesus is the way back to the Father. And you will keep hearing me say it, Jesus is Lord. You can't expect to have a stable house and you're trying to build 
on everything but Jesus to get into heaven. You can't do it. You cannot have a stable house. Scriptures tell us that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the seat of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, his delight, his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its due season. I was um, looking at and researching a little bit of stuff for this message, and what I realized that the Sea of Galilee, like, really painted a good picture for this parable that Jesus was uh, speaking at that time. Because in the hot summer months, the sand around the sea would get really hard. It would get really hard, and oftentimes they would dig down about 10 feet because the ground was so much harder the further you dug down. So a foundation is usually below the level of the ground so it can be firm. I was, as I said, I was in Florida this past week, and I went, I went to the beach because uh, when I looked at um, some of the things leading up to this message and, and what was going on around this sea that presented this closing parable uh, that Jesus was speaking, um, I went to the beach. So I'm a person with my hands, and I'm a more of a visual person. And uh, I started to dig down into the sand on the beach. And, and what I realized, the revelation really came clear to me that the farther I dug down, it seemed like the harder the sand was, the firmer the ground got. And, and what the Holy Spirit started uh, speaking to me was um, that you can't build your life on surface stuff. You can't build your life on surface stuff. You have to uh, dig deep into God's Word. Students, if you want to have a firm foundation, you have to dig deep into your study. You can't study on surface stuff. The stuff that we're dealing with in this world today, you're going to have to uh, uh, really be steadfast and unmovable and trusting in what God has really called you to be in your education, in your field of study. You're going to have to dig deep in your books. You're going to have to have a firm foundation in Jesus' name. Because why? Because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. You really have to be careful. Here we go. You really have to be careful 
where you plant yourself. Because we have to be careful of the people we surround ourselves with. Because everybody who you think might be your friend, they don't have your best interests at heart. You have to plant yourself around people that has the same or similar goals that you have in life to be somebody at the end of the day. But first you must be planted. And that's planted in Jesus. And planted in Jesus on his firm foundation. So as my travels, um, uh, I saw two trees as I was passing by. And both of the trees was um, uprooted. And I started thinking about it. And I realized that those trees must have had some shallow roots. As I said again, you can't build your firm foundation on surface stuff or shallow things. The trees that had stood the storm, a firm foundation with deep roots, they must have been planted or look like they was planted by firm foundation. Y'all will get that one when you get home, or maybe you won't, or you can pick up one of my uh, business cards because um, I, I started a landscaping business and I, and I called it firm foundation. And on, on, my, on, my, on my business card is um, a, a tree and it has the roots at the bottom. And at the bottom of the roots is God's word. And, and everything that I, I try to do in my life, I try to make sure I'm implementing God in it and I'm seeking him first. Because I can't build my business without having good character, without having good integrity, and the things that God really want me to do, not only to help myself, but also to help the people that I serve. So... Uh, who is your firm foundation? Who is your firm foundation? Y'all ain't saying nothing. I must be talking to myself, but um, I, I figured this was going to happen. So I, like I told you, I packed uh, kind of thick today. So I bought these daggone rocks because I figured that um, if, if y'all don't want to praise him, that these rocks right here, I'll just get down and talk to these rocks right here, and maybe these rocks will cry out and say, Jesus is Lord. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I lift you up. Lord, I praise you. Lord, bless my going in. Bless my coming out. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord, as you see fit. Lord, I lift you up on today because you said when you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all want the rocks to cry out? Oh, y'all just come to church to look pretty in the pews? I bought a group with me today because I knew y'all wasn't going to be saying nothing to me. Y'all was sitting tight all, all service. I mean, these kids getting... 
getting their honorees and you're sitting down on them. The girl dancing and praising and flipping across the church and and we're sitting down. We need to lift up Jesus. We need to lift up Jesus because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. If you don't get it, Jesus is Lord. 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 Say it like you mean. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, Talk to me. Talk to me. I seen you dancing. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Who is your firm foundation? Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. We must become wise because knowledge or education without wisdom can be destructive. I know it's right. I know it's right because the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing, but in all you're getting, get an understanding. In all of your study, in all of your learning, don't get too puffed up. Did you forget who did it for you? Because let's To our own devices, we can't do nothing. We need to put Jesus before everything we do. Every time before we open up one of our books, every time we open up our Bibles, we need to be asking the Lord for guidance. We need to be asking him to lead, guide, and direct us and give us the knowledge that he would have us to have and to use it to his glory. And I say that because sometimes we get the wisdom, we get the knowledge, but then we get all puffed up and we start thinking we're doing everything. We forget about Jesus, the one who died, the one who sacrificed his life so that we could even be in a position. We could even be in a position to serve him. The Bible is very clear. It says that there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. Everything that seem right, look right, feel right, ain't right. Unless you line it up with Jesus and his word, everything that feels right, for you, ain't right for you. Remember that, youth, as you transition through your education, whether it be in college, out of college, whether you graduated college and you done accepted a position, and, and make sure you take Jesus on the job that he, he's given you. Make sure you take him. Because Jesus is Lord. Every time I, um, every time I, uh, I, I look at the scripture, 
those passages of scripture or those parables. Um, I think of the three little pigs. <laughs> I think of them three little boys. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, even in that fairy tale, the men were slighted again. The brothers were slighted again in the little fairy tale, the three little pigs. Because all it talks about is the mama pig, daddy ain't nowhere to be found, daddy ain't nowhere in the home. And uh, you got the mother pig that's struggling. She's struggling to provide food for her three little pigs. So as they started to grow up, she sends them out to find wealth for themselves. The first little pig, he wasn't so smart. He was not that great with knowledge. So he started building a house because he had heard about this thing called the Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf is here too. We call him Satan. We call him the devil. Evil one. But this first little pig starts building a house with uh, straw. And uh, they got the house, he got the house all built. I'm going to get a men some prop. I'm going to have all these little pigs be male pigs. All right? they're, they're boy pigs. All right? And uh, what happened was he built his house, and the big bad wolf happened to come out. And he smelled the little pig and thought that uh, he would be good for food. He would be good to eat. So he, he, was, he was cool, though, because that, that's what you got to watch with the big bad wolf. Because the big bad wolf will be slick with it. He don't just barge in on you. He was cool with it. He ain't try to break in all, all rough or nothing. He, uh, he started out first because the, the, the enemy is cunning and baffling. And that's what we need to be careful about. So he knocks on the door. So oftentimes, see, that, that's how Jesus operates. Jesus knocks. So you got to be careful with the big bad wolf because oftentimes the big bad wolf will use the same tactics and the same schemes as Jesus. And we, and we have to be careful. That's where our wisdom come in at. We have to be careful that we recognize the difference. So the little pig looks out and he's seen the hooves of the, of the big bad wolf. And he said, and, and he said, who is it? And he said, little pig, little pig, let me in. The little pig had seen his feet and he said, oh no, not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. See, the fact is, is you don't have to be that daggone smart if you connected to Jesus. Because Jesus will make way for you. He'll make provisions for you. So the big bag wolf, he huffed and he puffed. <gasps> he huffed 
and he puffed. So he blows this little pig house down. And the little pig ran to his, to his brother's house. And the big bad wolf tried to catch him. So he went to the house and, and he went to that house and he knocks on the door. Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. So he huffed and he puffed and he huffed and he puffed. So he blows the house down that was made of straw. The second little pig was a little bit smarter. So they run out of there. They run to the oldest brother's house, the little pig, and they run in. And the big bad wolf comes, and he's knocking, and he's knocking. Sometimes that enemy is persistent. He going to keep knocking. He going to keep knocking. He going to keep knocking. And you need to keep running and keep running and keep running. You have to keep running and running and running. So he comes to the house of the third little pig who was really smart and wise because he took school serious. He took learning serious. He took Jesus serious. So he knew that the big bad wolf was going to be coming. So he said, I ain't going to build my house with straw like my brother. See, we, we got to stand by ourselves sometimes. We can't be like everybody else. He said, I'm going to build my house with bricks. I ain't going to build it with straw or sticks. So he built his house with bricks. See, the way we defeat the big bad wolf, which is the devil, we have to build our house on a firm foundation. And that's what the little pig did, the oldest brother. He built his house on a firm foundation, which was bricks. So when the big bad wolf came, he was prepared. We have to be prepared for the tactics and the schemes that the enemy will toss our way because Truth be told, everyone in here, you either going in a storm, coming out of a storm, or waiting to go in a storm. Especially if you serve in Jesus. Especially if you serve in Jesus. Because if you serve in Jesus, the enemy has something that he wants from you. He has something, you have something that he wants from you. So who is the foundation and value of your goals? Who is the foundation and value of your goals? I want to read that same passage of Scripture from the Message Bible, and maybe this will bring things just a little bit clearer for what I'm really uh, trying to say. But I'm going to back up a little bit 
And I'm not going to start at the 24th verse. I want to start at the 21st verse. It says, knowing the correct password, saying master, master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. Now, remember, again, this is Jesus speaking. What is required is serious obedience. Doing what my father wills, I can see it now. At the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me saying, Master, we preach the message. We bash the demons. Our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. And do you know what I'm going to say? This, this Jesus asking. He said, you know what I'm going to say? You missed the boat. You simply missed the boat. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. You're out of here. These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. See, it, it can't be about you. It's got to be about Jesus and him getting the glory. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock, rain poured down, the river flooded, or a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed on a rock. But if you just use these words, it is in Bible studies, and don't work them into your life. So in other words, we can't just go to Bible study. We can't just come to church and think that's enough if we're not applying it to our lives. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all must have all got, got it all together. Uh, you are like a stupid carpenter. I ain't said it. The message Bible said it. You are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. When a storm rolled in, the waves came up, and it collapsed like a house of cards. It collapsed like a house of cards. You must build on a firm foundation. So I would say that in order to really have a house on a firm foundation, when you're building your house upon God, it's got to be his scripture involved. So I would say on the entry door of your heart, you will be blessed when you go in and blessed when you come out on the entry doors of your heart. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In the kitchen, in the pantry, in the dining room of your heart. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Give us this day our daily bread. They broke bread and ate together with sincere hearts. In the living room of your heart, the foundation Love one another 
as I have loved you. Unless the Lord builds the house, the work of the builders is wasted. Anyone who listens to my teachings and follow is wise, like a person who builds his house on a solid rock. In the master bedroom, and this is the PG message, love is patient, love is kind. We love because he first loved us. In the children's bedroom of the heart of your house, children are a heritage to the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is a reward. In the closets of your house, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. In the bathroom of your house, give us clean hands and pure hearts, oh God. Y'all ain't saying nothing. In the laundry room of your heart, cleanse me and I will be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Come on, y'all. In the office of your house, for all of you who go own your own business, in the office of your house, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and not a, and a hope. Now unto him, now unto him who can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or imagine. All you have to do is be connected. All you have to do is ask. Just simply open up your mouth and praise God. Open up your mouth and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Father. Is it one? Stand to your feet, please. Is it one? Is it one? Is it one? Is it one? That haven't accepted Jesus to be Lord in your life. Is there one? If we can settle down on all the extra movement, this is, the, this is the most important piece. This is the most important piece. And we need to settle down on all the extra movement because somebody's soul is resting on this moment here. Is there one that would like to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior? Is there one? Is there one that realized that they have accepted Jesus as their personal Savior, but they've been running away in the wrong direction and want to come back to Jesus today and recommit their lives to Jesus today and get their life back on a firm foundation? Is it one? Is it one? Maybe it's somebody who's already saved and already have accepted Jesus as their personal Savior and desire to be baptized. And that's simply just going down in the water. The water not going to change you. But just to give a outward sign of an inward change in what Jesus has done 
in your life. Or maybe there's one that's been coming for a while, sitting in the pews, that just desires to be partners, be in membership at this here body of Christ. If it is, we would love to have you. We sit under great leadership, great teaching of our senior pastor, Pastor Karen V. Johnson and Pastor Glenton Queen. We would love to have you if there's one. If there's one. All minds are settled. All minds are settled. You can be seated. <clears throat> I bought um, I bought some oil in that um, Minister uh, Veronica had given me these vows a long time ago, and um, these vows been sitting in the church. They was filled up with oil and they have a mustard seed inside of it. And um, at the time that we was filling them up, um, I was thinking that they was going to be used for one thing, but they ended up not being used, and they sat there, and they've been sitting there, and they've been sitting there. And it laid on my heart today that... Um, God is going to start working some miracles through some foolish things. Because for so long, man is laying hands on people, and God is getting sick and tired, really sick and tired of man taking the credit for what he's doing. So God go really start doing some things in these latter days. I, I promise you, watch it happen. He go start doing some things and go start getting some people healed in some foolish ways if you just but believe, if you just but have faith. And we put that mustard seed in there because, see, a lot of times we think we have to have, like, all of this great faith and at the same time, if we look at God's word, he says that he gives each one of us a measure of faith. But all we need to do is tap into that measure that he's given us. And a mustard seed is, is if, you, if you don't know, I, I was looking in these uh, oils, and when we was putting them in, a mustard seed is so small. In the oil, you can barely see the little seed floating around in there. But he said, if you have the faith, the faith, the size of a mustard seed, good, glory to God. If you have the faith, the size of a mustard seed. So I'm going to ask Pastor Queen if he would come, come up and um, lay hands on this oil. And again, realize that uh, it ain't really the nothing that the oil will really do alone. But when you use this oil, I'm believing by faith. And if you believe by faith, God will do some miraculous things. He is going to do some miraculous things. Amen. The prophet Isaiah said in 
Isaiah 10th chapter, 27th verse, that the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. It kills it. And God, so we thank you that not so much in the oil, but in you, that you're able to anoint us. And this oil represents what you can and will do and set us free. So God, this oil, this seed, we ask that you would bless it. And that people that will grasp hold of this will not take it lightly and not put their faith in the carrier, but put their faith in you. That you will come and you will not tarry. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, my thought was that I really wanted each one of the students that's going from high school into college, high school into college, I would love for you to have one of these oils, one of these oils, high school to college, high school to college. Anybody here from high school to college? Okay, from college to the real world. From college to the real world. Come up. Come up and get your oil. Come up and get an oil. Come up and get an oil. Come up and get an oil. Anyone else that desires just to have an oil? Anyone else just come forward? Anyone else? Anyone else? So, this is what I like for you to do with the oil. Everyone who receives the oil. This is how this is how it is. First come, first serve. First come, first serve. Please take one all. Please take one all. 
please take one all. Just one. That's all it takes. To trust and believe in Jesus. One all. One all. One all. One all. Just one. Just one. And this all isn't like, isn't to be played with. It's, it's serious stuff. It's not to be handled lightly. On the front of this bucket that I ended up putting in, I believe it said, walk to Jerusalem. That's when y'all walk across all that land to walk. Anyone else? There's five oils left. Anyone else? <clears throat> Two left. There it is. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. So everyone who, who, everyone who owns a home, everyone who owns a home that received one of these oils, um, I, was, I was so blessed when I, when I went to Florida. And, and I'm going to tell you, I, I love the Lord, man. And um, when I went to that Walmart and I met that guy, this prophet started, like, really saying some stuff that I know it had to be God because there's no way. There's no way that he would have known it. You know, the first thing he started telling me, he said, man, you got a business, and your business is about to take off. I said, I believe it in Jesus' name. Because that's, that's, that's been what I've been praying for. And um, this, this prophet, like, spoke some stuff to Tony that we was looking at each other like, it's got to be God. It's got to be God. And... Uh, he invited us to his church, right? And um, most of the time when people are on vacation, tell the truth. You ain't trying to go to nobody's church. You know, I'm, but we, that's one of the other things that we usually seek for in an area where we stay. We usually look for a church. If we're on vacation and we're hitting a Sunday, we usually look for a church. That, um, that we can attend while we're there. And um, God sent us for a time such as this. And we went to this church, and the word was like so filling. It was so filling that they said it was having a 7.30 service. And... Uh, we end up back at church. Uh, he, he said, um, we're having a 7.30 service tonight. All who want to come on back. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. And I looked at Tony. Tony looked at me and said, I know stuff. So we ended up back at that service at uh, Sunday night, man. And um, I'm going to tell you, man, if you don't do nothing else, we done chased after all kinds of stuff in our lives. But I'm telling you, man, we're in a season 
Well, you better, and I'm going to say it like that, you better start chasing after God. You better start chasing after Jesus. Like you chased after that stuff when you was in the world. Like you chased after that that person that you want to dance with in the club. Like you chased to the bar to get that last drink. When they say last call, you better act like you know up in here. And trust Jesus in everything we do. I don't have nothing else. I don't have nothing else. Stand to your feet, please. Give God a praise. If you received it, throw both of your hands up. Throw both of your hands up if you received us in the name of Jesus. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment will be condemned. That's a great sight when we see both hands up. Because that's a sign of surrender. I surrender all. I surrender everything that I have. I surrender all of my thoughts. I surrender everything that I have. I surrender my children. I lose the spirit of peace. I lose a spirit of successful business people. I lose a spirit of joy. I lose a spirit of happiness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. While you're standing, if you would grab the person's hand next to you, if we could stretch across the aisles. Praise God. to him that is able to keep us from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the one and only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore. Amen. Uh...